two men. Israel Talao! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, Episode 6. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kagi, and joining me again this week are both the Dales again. G'day, Harry. And Nelson, welcome back. How you doing? All right, again, getting the plugs out of the way, uh, check check out our website, fantasyxvdraft.com, where we write a few weekly articles, the casualty ward, the round and review, and the stock market. Um, And get after us on social media. We are fantasyxvdraft on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, then stuck in our entree for the week, round six in review. Um, who's up on the first week? That's uh, sorry, first game. That's Harry. That'd Check. be me. Uh, I'm organised like normal. I swear. <laughs> so Chiefs vs Highlanders was the first game of the week. Um, probably the big thing on the injury front was that Supper Wine got injured, and I think that changed the game. So, so he looked like there was some serious concern that he'd torn his Achilles and everyone was freaking out. <laughs> then the great man got on Twitter during the game in the second half and sent out a tweet that he just had a low-grade calf tear. He was fine and that he expects that's, to be back after the bye that, this week. That's not what he said on Twitter, was it? Didn't he say it's just a bit of gout? Yeah, he did. He said he laughed. He said, <laughs> it, it, he yeah, said it's yeah. a low-grade calf tear. He's, he's been having a, a high-protein diet, so uh, a bit too many rich foods, you know, high butter. <laughs> Maybe he was having one of those uh, his green whistles. Could have been. And you got you got a bit excited and and just talking a bit of rubbish. That's it. Anyway, Harry was super impressed with the soapy wanger because he believes that every player should uh, immediately, as soon as they know their fate, uh, get on Twitter and tell the world what their injury status is. Yeah, absolutely. It would help everyone out a lot. Talk right? to your fantasy fans. So there's actually teams that will come out and say we will not share the injury information. That's true. And there's a there's a push at the moment over in. European footy to say that this information is the players and they don't want to share that. You know, it's it's just completely in contrast because it's like a sensitivity of medical information, right? Which yeah. is which is fair enough to a degree, but it's completely the opposite of any other major sport. So oh. I, I don't know why they would do that when you're trying to bring people into the game and get them more involved. Should like, be public record for sure. Absolutely, just give it to the fantasy fifteen draft boys and we'll uh, we'll send it out to everyone. Even we, after even after your your eleventh email. Um, They've still said no, but um, we wrote one in Japanese to the Sunwolves and they didn't reply. Yeah, maybe it's because you two tried to write one in Japanese. <laughs> it, that's what I suspect. It probably made no sense. Yeah, all right, no, that's good. Um, all right, moving on. Yes, fantasy football. <laughs> uh, so the the other big note thing for us was big note thing was <laughs> that is <Stunt> strong. <laughs> that is. We expected getting a start that he would get 100 points as he always does because he's just so phenomenal. There was there was a quote last week. I'm not sure. It was probably you saying probably. he would be a perfect one-weeker. Oh, yeah, 100%. That, so, would, that would definitely be me. Look, I'd, I'd, you, I'd support that. You, uh, I agree, but do you want to say sorry? No. Because what happens if someone... You can't get up? everything right, man. I'm not going to apologise for that. People listen to us at their own... That's their mistake. At their own peril, yeah. yeah. We should have a warning then. Don't, don't <laughs> listen disc- too, yeah. Yeah. I, I too much. I cannot see the future. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the man played 80 minutes. This for, is not investment advice, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For four points. 80 minutes for four points. Don't gamble. Uh, made, made two runs. In gamble that. responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> this is prelim though. So, you know, Fox. It, it should be said now that Fox Sports hasn't updated their 
their points Monday night this time around because it's obviously Easter Monday. So I am expecting uh, Mate, once the points come through that batters will jump from four up to the mid seventies. Here we are, Easter Monday, <laughs> recording, getting it done in in the studio. Exactly. Um, where where are you at, Fox Sports? What's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah a few a few other ones as well. They they said they weren't going to do it this week. Yeah, soft. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Um, so just like that, just like that is soft so like that is back yeah. to the bench next week, no doubt. Mm. Hope you didn't listen to me. <laughs> yep, I said that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> uh, That's how you get new listeners, mate. That's the, it. The other, the big points while we're on that. So the top scorer for the game was none other than uh, DMAC Again, putting up another big score. So he got sixty-five points on prelims. We're expecting that to go up as per normal. So his average, only including the prelim score, is now fifty-eight point six. So I'm expecting him over the sixties. So he's well and truly getting back into form. He looked very good, and Waseki Naholo was dominating as well. So he got a lot of ball. Mm. Uh, it didn't seem to go to the other side this week, whereas he couldn't get his hands on it last week. That's it. Yeah. So he's got a buy this week, I believe. They do. Yep. Yes. But uh, he's, he's looking shit hot at the moment, for lack of a better word. We'll let you get away with that one, that's fine. <laughs> and that's, don't let it brown. It's a cuss. Yeah, it's a right. cuss. <laughs> uh, and don't let it brown at outside centre, scored well, 42 points. Nathan Harris at hooker, who never, normally never scores, got 39. He's been good. He's actually been good for the last month. I knew Nelson would defend him. but um... No, no, he's, he's been scoring points. Yeah. Well, who knows? Look, he could, he could make, you know, back up AB's spot. No Dane Coles. Cody yeah. Taylor, Nathan uh, Harris. You'd think that they could bring through one of their younger understudies to who, who are killing it. Who, um, who, who specifically, mate? Are we talking about? Uh, no one on your team. Safal Amor for the produce. You know, um, but yeah, Harris was good. I, I think Lena Brown is always solid. I don't know what it is, but he's just he seems to be one of those thirteens that always gets his hand on the ball. He's always in the right place. Like, yeah. yeah, he's just um, consistent. He does well. Um, the other one I thought that was interesting was Solomon Alamalo who they moved to 15 this week. That's it. Um, just looking at his stats now. So he got 30 points compared to his average of about 50, but that included a try. So, I mean, if he hadn't picked that, you're calling him 20 points. He only had seven runs compared to his 10 to 12 per normal. 53 run metres when he's averaging about 120, 130 in the others as well. So that was a position <clears> that I, I thought would probably yeah. rub negatively on him or, or affect him negatively, and it did seem to go that way. So well, look, that, he, he, um, he, he played um, fullback... For the entire ITM season for Northland, so yeah. he's no stranger to fifteen. But I oh, played it well. It's just mm. for fantasy points. Yeah. No, so yeah. I think well, the interesting yeah. thing will be next week then, which probably gets us on to Charlie well, Nagtai and Do we leave that for a preview? We'll leave that for the uh, the main course, boys. We'll, we'll, I think so. we'll move on to the uh, the next fixture on list. Was there any injuries? Were injury free? No, just the soppers. Just soppers. Five minutes in, wasn't it? Pretty, pretty. Yeah, early. pretty devo if yeah, you were yeah. playing him this week, like my opposition was. <laughs> um, Alright, Nils So uh, the next one we've got Hurricanes versus Rebels So I think the Rebels did A little bit worse than we all expected I, I mean, first, I, first 20 looked good looked Yeah, good. they just they couldn't stay with them I thought they looked good for 30 or 40 I, I know that the Hurricanes were coming back But they were still in it Yeah, no, okay, I'll give them the first half First half was good Yeah, Rebels are a first half team Waratahs are a second half team, that's it I don't, I don't think that's right Because they've scored five bonus point wins I, I think the issue for them Four is that Once they're down yeah. They yeah. don't seem to have that faith in their systems Just yet to actually is it, go on with it is, is that on Coleman? Is there no change of yeah, he's uh, I suppose game plan or, or leadership He hasn't been playing well He's been playing really poorly he, I think... he, He's looked like a shell And I think it's because he's playing with quite a serious injury I think his, his rib injury, whatever, is quite serious <laughs> 
because he just doesn't look like he wants to get in like yeah, into when, the heavy contact. When he returned against the Tars, he he was down every yeah, time. Yeah, remember we were watching ball. him at the Tars yeah. game. We were like, "What are you doing, Colin?" We play Camden a bit. He was just kind of hobbling around, yeah. clutching his wrists. He he looked like he was struggling. Yeah. But the thing is, I mean. A, a captaincy, like it's a young team. There, people have been spread between a couple teams in previous years, and drawing them all together. You need to have a good captain that if something's not going to plan, which it didn't this week, it didn't against the Tars as well. Yeah. It's got to come from your leadership. Something's got to change. Whether you're revving them up, you're, you're fixing those little, making those little adjustments. But I don't think he's done it. Yeah, no, um, he's not playing well. No, I, I think when we, we start to look at the points, no surprise with Amanaki Marfi. Uh, I mean. I think the surprise, he only played half a game. No, but I mean points-wise. He's always going to get points. He got 46 points. Um, made 15 runs. Again, a perfect 100 meter, um, hundred metres there for the second time this year. He made five tackle busts, which is, is definitely nothing to scoff at. That's pretty big. Mm. Um, but how about that gallop? <laughs> Did, I mean, if, if you haven't seen it... It's on our, on get our, on our, on our Instagram. Get on our Instagram, because it's... Kagi just... Took every little clip of him. How many were there, do you think, Cargill? Oh, that's probably 10. 10. Yeah. I mean, is, he received pretty much every kickoff in the first half. He made 15 runs. He had 10 gallops. Who, which yeah. coach do you reckon out of their coaching team went, hey, let's kick the ball to Amanaki Mafia every single time? <laughs> let's give it to off. their best player yeah. Yeah. every time. But he, he's Look, not that just means the Hurricanes there. just, they're, they're doing it for the crowd. They want to see yeah. some good rugby. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're backing themselves out <laughs> yeah. for him anyway. That's it. Wear him yeah. out in the first half. <laughs> yeah. How about Ben Blam? Lamb? Boom. Bland. Bland. He's good. God, he is good. He is unstoppable. So he got four tries. I I don't know if there's an actual term. We were chatting about this before, but two tries is a brace. Three tries is a hat trick. Kagi, what did you say four tries was? It's a Ryan Quaddy. A Ryan Quaddy. I like it. (laughs) We're running with it. It's sticking. Yeah, get after it. Ryan Quaddy. In the the next 10 to 15 years, it could catch on. If Ben Lamb starts again this week, there's a good chance against the Sharks that we have a hashtag Ryan Quaddy again this week. <laughs> Very <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, I like A lot it. of tries that game, yeah, for sure. Um, a massive disappointment is Corobiti. Didn't touch the ball. That's a good point, actually. The segue into Corobiti. One, one of Blam's tries, obviously, I'm just bringing this back to Lamb. I'll probably do it all the but um, The Blam, he... Uh, Corobiti was probably the only man on the field who I thought could actually catch Ben Lamb. Yeah. And one of his tries, he just burnt away from him. I mean, Corobiti yeah. did kind of go for a dive, but... God, he is quick. He is very quick. He's okay. an exciting bloke. It looked like you would have caught him, though, and he just decided to dive early because he's mm. clueless, I think. <laughs> That's how he appears. He, yeah. He's 100% into everything, but he's clueless. He could have very easily run he another just... three, four, five steps yeah. and just actually yeah. wrapped his arms around him, but instead he dove early. It was yeah. random. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe yeah. he was tired. Yeah, who knows. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Beatty got minus one. So he's said maybe he was tired from what all his runs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to pull him up on it. I was like, I'll just let it go. But no, yeah. no, from getting burnt, burnt so much and being made look bad. Um, I wasn't he's, really he's got skin cancer. But no, he's he's had Except one good game from three. So uh, he missed a few games, but from three games, he's had one good score. Yeah, well, I mean, there's obviously pressure from Naivalu as well, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, too. it's. Got to make you nervous if you want to be his coach. His coach, but um, he's got a few easy games coming up. A bunch of Saffers. Um, but we'll talk about that in the preview. Yeah, he's got Crusaders. Getting better every week, boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, Goosen yeah. came on. Hoosen. Hoosen. Where's Hoosen? If you're South African, hmm. he came on. I think we predicted it two weeks back. He came on at centre. So might attend. He plays centre for the most part. 
But Go on, look, we'll give full credit. Nelson predicted it, and he's been going on about it all night. So <laughs> the old he, he, was, he was fishing, he went fishing. Yeah. We'll give it to him, all right? Yeah. You caught one. There you go, son. Yes. And uh, Jordan Ulysses back. How yeah. many minutes did he get? He actually, so like, did actually, similarly, we said last week that up. either he, he only came off the bench. So we said, yeah. um, were they going to start him or were they just going to ease him in? You know, they had yeah. a buy, so they have a buy next week. Um, they just brought him back off the bench and rightly so because Anaru Rangi uh, has been crushing it so. he has well, they, they brought him on in the 52nd minute um, when they interviewed Wessels before the game and they said you've got a fair few teams to pick from now how are you picking he said that he picked on combination so mm. Rangi obviously played with the two force props last year Yes. so yeah. I think they, they've just gone the combination front row and then now they've got another two weeks to try and work on combinations with Ulysses and those props yeah so. yep Good. There were a few other good scores. I mean, Bowden Barrett had, had a 52. He's looking good. He keeps, yeah. he keeps scoring tries. So his average now is 31.8. Was it, it could could change a little bit. Was that the, he, his, it was the solo try this week where he like kicked it back and ran? Or was that the week last week that I'm thinking of? Where he kind of kicked it and then ran 60 metres just burnt away? That was last week? That was last week? Yeah. Did he score a try this week? Oh, and he scored a try, but that was just a dummy than under the post's. Really simple yes. one, yeah. Yeah, he got... Show and go. Sorry, yeah. Show and go, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. So no, he's okay. actually had three tries this season. Okay. Three assists. Is The thing with him is he doesn't seem to score points unless he's scoring tries. <clears throat> he needs to be making those runaways. So, again, he's one of those guys. I know he's the best player in the world, but hmm. if he was in my team, I'd be trying to trade him up for another fly half. That might be just below him on current form. Okay. But is actually probably a better long-term player. When you, he, he, he creates... Too much. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's not. He's not. A, we, we like the selfish hogs to the yeah. tens. But, um, but we do say he creates too much. But he's had three try assists. True. But look, the other, the other thing that's been good is I think he was kicking pretty well, and he did yeah. the vast majority of the kick in this game. So. And last year he didn't as well, so that brings his value yeah. up. From so that's year. that's a good Definitely. point to um, touch on. And we've we've chatted about that a little bit, so we won't in the past. So I don't go too much into it. But yeah. Lemarpe got forty nine. Uh, Severe actually got his best week this week. He got well at the moment he's on forty five points. Uh, he got a try. He got... Um, where is he? This is in him. I'm looking at his stats. Yeah, he got a try. He got 15 runs for 123 metres. So with Sevilla, I suppose, we've been talking junk about him. We're saying he's doing pretty junk uh, recently. And that we said he did pretty rubbish this week and he might struggle to hold his spot. But he's still got 15 runs for 123 metres. Five tackle busts. Yeah. I don't think I saw him. I think the problem is that it's just in comparison to the Blair. Yeah, I agree. There's you know? too much and look, too like, I, random. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the wings. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that for next week, I think. Yeah, there's not much else from that, I suppose. Any injuries? Do we have any injuries this game? Um, Matt Phillip? No, Matt Phillip's fine. I'm thinking um, of wrong Phillip. I don't I think, think we did. I, think I don't we know that they were. No, I don't think... They, oh, Amanaki Maki had his concussion in the first half. Oh, well, arguably the first half. We, we thought he might have had one in the first minute. <laughs> he because, might have came into the game with it. Because the way he played, I mean... <laughs> Yeah. Again, what, check that video. Just go check our video on Instagram because it's just great. What we were thinking is, you know, the the concussion testing right now, the head injury assessment is really complex, right? Mm. There's so many different forms of questions and assessments. Can you imagine? So the, the, the way that it works is you do a preliminary test at the start of the season when you're obviously not concussed, and then they Hopefully. measure those scores. You'd hope so, yeah. They measure those scores against when they believe you might be concussed to see if it's dropped enough for them to pull you off, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what a Manaki Mafi talking would be like? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, no one's going to go do it for us. Yes. I need to put that up on the, uh, in the internet, uh, actually. That's, that's the great We, we yeah. go get them. <laughs> no, that's very good. We'll no no we'll one's coming to play for us. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll let him do the talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's not do any more accents. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so because they're poor. Yeah, no, that was that was the idea, Nelson. Um, so <laughs> and a little racist. Yeah, all right. you. that's always yeah. All right, so next game, uh, Blue Sharks. Um, this came down to being the family affair, Battle of the Iwanis and the Duprees. What a Love game. It. What a game. And Love what an it. unexpected result. I don't know, for mine anyway. Um, oh, I think we all did lose yeah. by 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. huge. I mean, we had just been talking about a few weeks ago, the Sharks looked really, really good. They were killing it, particularly since pretty much all of Harry's fantasy team is the Sharks. <laughs> and uh, and then they just have been getting progressively worse. And so I was looking at the Blues to absolutely annihilate them. But... Uh, not to be. There's a lot. Of, so this was a like hundred points actually scored in the game, mm. and that obviously meant there was a lot of fantasy points for I, people. Is that the, the biggest ever? No, no, no. There's there's been weeks like that. No, it can't have been. No, there's definitely been actually, weeks like it's, that. It, it would be pretty close though, between. to be honest. Yeah. The, the thing that it would probably beat it is when there's like an 80, 90 point game against some plebs. Some wolves. Yeah. The Reds got done by eighty by the Bulls once. once didn't yeah, they? things like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's been big scores, but they're few and far between. That like is in that big. And both sides going off to tries. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this game saw the return of Andre <laughs> the Giant. What's this, Harry? What have we found? Yeah. The most points ever yeah. was 96 points versus the Cru- by the Crusaders versus the Waratahs in 2002. Oh, fantastic. The one that I was talking about, Bulls Reds, was 92 points in 2000. Is that a win? Was it 92 nil? Overall? Just... No, that's how many points they scored. Okay, all right. Um, the most points total was the Sharks versus the Highlanders in 1997. hundred and... Oh, I just <laughs> beat it in front of my eyes. It was 118 points. Sharks 75, Highlanders 43. Wow. But then in the Super 14 era, there was the Lions yeah. versus Chiefs in 2010... The Chiefs scored 72, the Lions 65 in South Africa. I actually think I remember that game. For 137 points. (laughs) Jesus. So really, this is actually quite a low-scoring game. Yeah, that's a long layout. 2010, this might have been before we were playing fantasy rugby. Yeah, one or two It would have been. What were we doing with our lives? Well, you you were a long layout, man. All right, okay. I was still (laughs) working on my spreadsheets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-game, pre-game. Yeah, very good. I was just watching Genius for now. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, he was recruiting, recruiting. Yeah. All right, um, now getting to the scores. Look, um, big Georgie Mawala back for a start. Top of the game, 72 points in the prelim, mind you. Uh, he was immense. He just got involved into everything. Look, George Mawala is one of those players that when he's on, he is on. And he is the spot-on type of fantasy player you want because he gets the ball... And he does not pass. Oh, okay. he's not passing. How many runs did he have? Because we're, we're watching that game and we're thinking, is it going to be the Dupree's brothers with the top score? Is it going to yeah, be that's right. the Ioannis with the top score? And then all of a sudden, he just came he out just of nowhere and shot out run. to the top. Yeah, he had 11 runs for 145 metres, 10 tackle busts, two offloads, a line break, line break create. Just got well, stuck with, into a bit. Early. He had a try, try assist. With, Ioani, with two Ioannis. Getting the ball before him, but before it got to him, you'd expect him to, to never get the ball. That's it. Well, no, this is what happened, though, was that uh, because... So, <laughs> yeah, Nanai, yeah. Nanai came off pretty early, about five minutes in, I think, um, with a... What did he have? A hamstring... No, ankle. sorry, car, no, ankle. it was a bad ankle. ankle. He was yeah. in a boot on the sideline. That's it. It didn't look like anything major, positive. but just... Well, it was. Could he be, came straight off. Could it not be... He landed pretty awkwardly. Like, it might just be one of the worst type of injuries, despite not being severe. It might have been the inside of his ankle, or syndesmosis, right. or something like that. But they had him in a boot in the sideline. So as a as a nanai owner, I <laughs> am sweating a lot at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely. As you should be. Um, but so he, he came off, and what happened was... I, I was really going to be really interested as a 
both Yuani member uh, owner. Um, I, I was interested to see how Rico was going to go at twelve because there's the two arguments for fantasy: mm. more ball in hand, mm. but also less space. Less space, but also I was worried more at his first time playing twelve that he was going to try and really take on that role try as a creator, pass. try to pass it, try to show his skills. I mean, he made it. He made a. Chi- I don't know if you saw really in that first five minutes he made a chip. Yeah, um, for the corner that. it was really good kick. Don't get me wrong, but <clears> just not, don't do it. I just don't like Rico seeing him get rid of the ball though. You know? That's, so, that's not what you're there for. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, with Nani coming off, Rico moved back to the wing or yeah. outside to the wing, and TJ Farney came in. Yeah, so it was twelve. TJ Farney twelve. Georgie at thirteen, and that meant that I mean TJ Farney's rubbish. So Georgie just got the ball and just kept yeah, it all just, day. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, but that was good. Um, and so, look, sorry, the other other top scorers. So, Akira, 60 points. Got uh, got a try. Should have got two. Unluckily, stepped out um, just as he was going over. That could have made a big change to the game, mind you, if that um, could have been a bit of a momentum swing there. Um, but otherwise, he just did well, 60 points. He kind of got up to 60 points really quickly, almost the start of the second half. And then we're just sitting there watching the game, and he kind of just went from 60 down to about 50, and then slowly back up to 60. So, didn't really do much in the second half. Um, but... Uh, Otherwise, people to talk about so Rico forty six points, got to try on the de- on the death knell at eighty minutes, but um, otherwise just didn't get enough ball really. And Stephen Perro franchise, Nelson, my boy, Nelson is very happy. He um, he looks absolutely ripper. So uh, he Rich, does. Richie Moanga two point Are we prepared to say that, or is that mm-hmm. am I going too far? Is it? A- uh, I don't. I don't think I see it. I think he plays a different game. Yeah, different style. He's, you know, having said that, Moanga does attack <clears throat> the line a lot, but Moanga just has this control. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's your, yes, he seems to have a lot of time. Whereas Parapetta yeah. still seems a little bit more rushed at this stage. I think. He, he's your more, what, more closer to trying to be like a carp, trying to do something quite fancy and different. He, yeah. Yes, he does run the ball up, but he's not your, I don't know, more kind of clean cut in the way he plays. Like mm. Moanga, I, I could definitely see Moanga playing ten, yeah, Bowden playing fifteen next year because he just has this class to finish. Yeah. Like no one else. That's it. Other than Bowden Barrett. I'll be honest. I don't. <laughs> I don't see Bowden ever playing anything but ten for the ABs. I just don't see it happening. But um, but you can't see it. But I don't know. Like but, they've but got I, so much talent. I will say I do see possibly um, in some games them st- eventually starting Richie over Bowden, just for a different type of gameplay. Just oh, just no, structure. Top tier team though. We'll put it this way. D- Rich, Richie's much more like Dan Carter than Bowden is. Yeah, exactly. Of That's course. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, but why, don't, why not put Moanga at 10 and then... Because you've got Barrett so many 15. Because you've got a bigger version of Bodie, of Bodie Barrett at 15 already with Jordy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of other good 15s. Yeah, no, they haven't it. got many outside backs in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> none, none. Um, all right, but look, otherwise we said it was Baliwani's and the Dupree's, so... The other two are uh, going to the Sharks now. Rob, Bobby, Big Bobby Dupree, 65 points. Again. Nailing all his kicks. Getting over for a try eventually himself. Big support play. Tackle bust. Just running the ball hard. Um, 38 points. He scored 38 points in the game. Oh, 38 yeah. actual points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's going to be pushing on the record. Yeah, Surely. That's huge. That is big. He, did he miss a kick? He must have been nailing. No, he, he was 11 from 11, I think. Yeah, that's well, there you go. That's pretty ripper. So, um, End of try. So he did 65. And not to disappoint his uh, brother. I don't know if it's younger brother. I have to younger. get back to him. That younger brother? Yeah, Bobby's older, isn't he? No, oh, no. Bobby's younger. Bobby's younger than I feel John like he's been there. around, but he hasn't. No, no. I've dead said got no idea. I'm going to let Nelson look that one up. They all look the same. John looked at pre 54 points. He just, he was immense. He actually, he was looking more physical than Akira almost. I'm still on my, my uh, points page. Okay, here we go. Yep. So that is the second highest score by an individual ever. 
In one game? Yeah, in oh, one game, yeah. yeah. He just pipped Mornay Sands 35 from 2010 against the Bruns. That sounds like that would have been a fun game. The, uh, the, the biggest <laughs> ever is Gavin Lawless. 50 points Sharks v Highlanders in that same game where there was over 100 points as well. Um, so Jean-Luc... Big Bobby, well done. Jean-Luc and Dan are 22, but Bobby's 24. Damn it. I told you. He's, he's oh. been around... He Nelson, might have I, had I love this. Nelson goes, I told you, completely founded in nothing. <laughs> I took a guess that I thought. No, no, because uh, he's been around. Like, he's been around. He? Yes, he has. He's, he's been around for a couple of years. This is he's he? the first year at the Sharks. And yeah, um, he played in the Stormers before then. But I think Bobby's been playing. Uh, sorry, I think John Luke's been playing more years than he has in the Super Rugby. Yeah, John Luke's been around. He played. He, he graduated to the Sharks senior team and came in 2013. Okay, well, good. We've spent enough time on that. So, anyway, John Luke, immense, did well. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was good. Dan, look, Dan Dupree, we think, will be coming back soon. But we'll leave that to, again, the preview yeah, week. Okay. Uh, preview coming up to that. So, anyway, the last big performer to talk about was Kerwin Bosch. 54 points. Looked pretty good. Basically just found a lot of space. Um, and, you know, I mean, he ran about... Helped that he ran about 90 metres for a try at the end of the game there. But... Um, no, he looked good. Uh, Blake was very upset that he dropped him. Another great call from Blakey this year. So just shout out to him. No worries. Um, on the table where he doesn't care. <laughs> That's true. No credit to him. All right, and look, just quickly, the other things to talk about in this game were um, the pre-game injuries. Uh, Aka Vandermerver, who we thought had firmed up to start at hooker, um, was well. We're not really sure. Okay, he must. Oh, we're he not really We're not entirely sure if he's injured or if he was just withdrawn to <laughs> to let Chili Boy Ralapelli start. I uh, don't know if that was part of the. Uh, you know, not. Ha- having to select players of certain colours. <laughs> don't know how much that weighed into it. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, so we're not sure what to think about with him, but we'll see. Um, and otherwise, Jonathan Ruru, also not injured. But Disappointing. Named to start and then dropped to the bench for whatever reason. Um, yeah, still, good still had a good tilt at it. So, I mean, mm. I think we all expected not to be their first choice, but I, I don't know how you pick someone and then drop him the day before. Maybe turn yeah. up late to training. Maybe. <laughs> Had a sleep. The alarm didn't go off. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you visited uh, on the way you, you went to, at the airport, you went to the toilet with a good friend of yours. It sounds like a long story. I'm going to uh, stop you there, Nelson. I next, I next, I next, any, 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 <laughs> any, so, so to the next game, maybe Tars a half, Brumbies. Give me halfback thing. I mean, if you don't, I don't <laughs> right. see it. No, no, I got you. I got you. Tars versus Brumbies. <laughs> so, I guess the uh, the big points here were the man that we thought would top score, Takeli Nayaraboro. The beast mm. again, killing it. Another big range, fifty-five meter try or something. Yeah, I'm, yeah, dead, I'm, I'm absolutely dirty that he's not in my team because he's my favourite player. He's so. looking so good. Yeah, that ten that k's he's shedded has just been brilliant for him. I have both Yuanis in my KGs. team, and Dakeli is still my favourite player. Well, he so Harry will give it I to know, him. I know, I'm yeah. with you. It's, no, it's oh, no, you don't have it, Dan. Yeah, I wish I did. But um, uh, there's a lot of talk at the moment that he's only got one dimension and doesn't mean that he keeps starting. Me and Harry have no, no, some uh, social on. media arguments. We've talked about the dimension. The dimension is uh, Andre Pollard, remember? The one dimension, yeah. We he's did, we he's named, got more dimension. We, we coined him the dimension. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's seven runs for 119 metres means that he only needs one dimension. He does that dimension well enough. Oh, yeah. He's a freak. He's so good. So, I don't know. The, the, I, I guess on that same point, Izzy Folau went down in the... Fourth minute, yes, with really. A hamstring injury that barely looked like an injury. So he said he's done it. He said he felt the same as when he's previously done a hamstring injury. He okay. felt the same. So, so in other words, it might be a one week or and he was nervous. So but then they're now tweeting that reckon, it was three to four weeks. So re- there's no way that's right. I reckon he found a uh, P and O special and he's booked a holiday uh, last week and just saying you know. Uh, <laughs> well, did you see him on the sideline? <laughs> David Pocock put him onto a good. Uh, yeah, a good spot. Um, so is he is he not playing for the next three to four weeks? They is he said? not? Is he not? 
Um, so that, that would mean that Shorey Takeli is going to keep getting a run. Higgity's still going to stay at fullback. Yeah. Um, and Takeli is going to keep scoring big points. Um, moving on from that, Alan Alalatoa scored 41 points, even though he didn't see him all game. Yeah. So back to his usual self. You know, top scoring prop last <coughs> year what you want. has been a little bit disappointing, averaging mid-20s, but scored 41 on prelims, so massive. Falao Fainga as well. There was a bit of talk of would he score points with Robbie Abel coming back. He still put up big minutes, 37 points. Newsom off the bench for Izzy, scored 34. Uh, and the other notable mention was the comeback of David Poey Pocock, 27 points. The only thing I don't like about him is that he has to work so hard for those 27 points. You know, he, mm. he made something like three turnovers, a couple of forced penalties, looked immense. How good but, is that he got three turnovers with all those law changes? Oh, yeah, insane. But to come, to come in and score 27 points from playing that well, that's, that's tough to keep doing that week in, week out. So I actually thought he'd be quite a good pick-up, mm. and, and he still may well be, but he's going to have to work hard for his points. And I mean, he can keep playing that well, that's one thing, I guess. I guess we'll, we'll, it also depends if he's, you know, sometimes he scores those tries off the back of the ruck, or those pick-and-drives, things like that. Um, so I guess we'll have to see if he can do that. But, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing to take away from that is that the Brumbies can and will ruin every single game of rugby they play this year. So <laughs> we, we talked about going down to Canberra for the game, and then we realised that that meant that you had to watch the Brumbies. And, yeah, I was watching the game, and there was, it looked like more than one pilver. Um, Look, it was after... Um, it was straight after Rebels Hurricanes as well. So it was kind of, you know, you watch this super... Oh, yeah. Was it after, was after that one? Yeah. Super every fast other, game, awesome game. game, and then you're like, all right, so now let's just go to sleep slowly while this game... Yeah, every other game of the week was just... Was so Rebel cool. Hurricanes not on Friday? No, no, it was Saturday. No, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Prelude, yeah. Um, so anyway, they're, they're going to keep ruining games. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the injuries from that one, we said Izzy, I think that was the only main one, wasn't it? Yeah. No one else um, there. Um, the only other thing I think is... Small Na- one. Na- Nazarani, not injured, but just disappointing. Yeah, Nazarani, two weeks in a row. He still scored decent points. I'm looking for him here. Oh, Jesus, I thought he was higher. No, he didn't get in teens or something. 20. 20, okay. 20 on prelims, prelims. So maybe that's a 30 or something. I don't know, because obviously normally he's missed a work rate. I didn't even see the work. I think he was no. fairly anonymous. Yeah. He started the season well, but he seems to be fading away a little bit. So that's a, that's a bit of a worry for Brumbies fans and for fantasy footy fans. That's it, yeah. No, fair um, that's about it from that game I reckon oh, I guess the other one is you can say the return of Jake Gordon got a good run yeah. in as well and he played did. I think did he play the whole game so they didn't seem to give Mitch did. Did the, the, the man without an ACL didn't get a <laughs> didn't get a run so they obviously want to keep his fitness up to make sure that Phipps doesn't get a run in the future they're only <laughs> Rodney guys Sounds yeah, good to sense. me yeah. makes sense <laughs> that's it alright well, well done very so good we, uh, we're moving on let's do it so bull stormers mm. not a lot of points to talk about fantasy points in this game uh, Strauss, 62 points. That's big. Mm. Uh, he bagged a hat-trick, most, which is 45 most, points. Most, most, most man ever. That's it. Yeah. South African man ever. Not most guys man ever, mate. That's, that's big. Crockzilla. Croc- yeah. Crockzilla's going to finish like 200 games this year. Yeah. What's he on? He's on, 100, he's on in, 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 in the 190s now. Yeah, yeah Strauss is 170-something, yeah. 174. Yeah. Crockzilla's in the 190s. Uh, yeah, he's getting up there. But still, three tries. That's 45 fantasy points. That's amazing. That's it. Um... But this is what baffles me. He made two runs for eight metres. Three tries from two runs. Did you see this game? 
So two rolling mall tries. Yeah. Where he was just oh, sitting yeah. in the back of the rolling mall. And then his third one, there was a five metre line out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Over the throne, popped his arm, <laughs> and he just dove over. And so. he, that would have been two metres. So his other, other one was for six good, metres. Good on him. He's, I, I honestly think his career's over. But what an awesome way to, to yeah. celebrate that, that milestone. I think, yeah. I think the thing is that he's obviously happy to... To just be on the bench for the moral support, support. yeah, absolutely. He's a yeah. morale booster. He's the William Y. Ruer of South Africa. That's what he is. Yeah, the Willow, if you will. No. Um, so. Uh... <laughs> no, not the Joe Willow. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty much oh, it. Okay. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> that was pretty much much it for the notables. Um, Your favorite player. Yeah. A bunch just of players quick. returned, including Leeds, who again uh, struggled. So he had a big round one. He hasn't done much since. I think it's still Leeds. Yeah. Uh, depends. I just like pulling Nelson it's up. No, it is Lades. Um, I've called him Lades all year. He was in, in my team name. Say, was, I just got Lades. I'm sure we can go back and check this, but I've definitely said I reckon Lades is overrated and won't keep scoring. He big. was fourth or fifth. He was Nelson fifth. Nelson was fifth last blowing year. Blowing some big smoke up his bum last. All right. Well, look. Well, we'll, have to, we'll put it out to the listeners. Can you uh, pull us up on that? I know some devoted fans that were written what, down. What was he last the, year? Uh, Average. He was about oh, fifth. very good. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And he had a big round one. And he's been judged. Look, Nelson definitely has been talking about all year because he was in his team till yeah. that last And I don't have him anymore. So, yes, that's it. Okay. So, you can talk so now he can trash him. <laughs> um, SP Moraes. He, what did he do? Nothing. Not much, yeah. So he, he returned, returned from injury. He made a couple of good runs. What did he get? He got like a couple points? I, I don't know how many points he got. I haven't looked, but he he still looked good. I don't care how many points they get when I'm thinking about like their, their future. I think he looked good. Yeah, fair enough. That was a great well, contribution. Um, that was good. <laughs> In terms of people that sort of, there weren't many big points. Yeah, I mean, in terms of people that were let down, Damien Williams, he got he's on fourteen points. Villemsi. So I, mean, I, think, I think he got a little bit outclassed by Pollard. He did. Pollard was just like, that's, mate, that's a big class. Son, look, you're nineteen. Yeah. Actually, I think he just turned twenty. He's like, this is my jersey, mate. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's welcome to the club, but you can, I'm your mentor. Yeah, everyone stank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second highest goal was um, 27. Uh, yeah. Well, it is pretty. Other, other notables is Ntunbeni is back. He got off the bench. He got very negligible points. Scott, but um, yeah. that's got to make you a bit nervous. We've said it before. If you're a Samuels coach. Yeah. Um, and Jan Vermark is back. Did he get on? Yeah, yeah Jan Vermark got Not, on for a little while. Would have done nothing. But so. no one knows if Dubonage Rube is going to be <clears> right. So yeah. that'll be interesting. We're, we're still sure that Captain Phillips sucks. Yep. Captain so, Philip, yeah. yeah. He does suck. What is Did he, he get injured? I'm the captain now. Yeah. Did he get injured? I hope so. No. Where is he? Phillips, no. He sucks. He, he looks injured. Sucks. He, he looks, should have been. <laughs> he looks like a tormented soul. He should you know get I mean? injured. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. All right. Um, is that rounded final out that one? Yeah, final game of the week. With round, I, I, reali- I realise I said round six at the start. This was round seven review, I believe. Um, <laughs> Good enough. So... Lions versus Crusaders. Uh, who would have predicted this game would not have been uh, amazing? Yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah, it was a bit rubbish. Uh, who, okay, very simply, return of Andres Ferreira back to the starting team. That pushed Marvin Ori, who's been pretty mm. good, um, to the bench. Um, I don't know if Ferreira did particularly well. Uh, Ori came on, but, uh, you know, who really cares about either of those players? So, moving on. Um, <laughs> Matty Todd. He came back and played. Uh, man know. of the match. Yeah, sorry. He man of the matched it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see him. I guess did he's. He? Yeah. yeah. He, I did he get man look, of the match? Actually, do you know what I yes. will say? He did do when I. I did fall asleep watching this game. I'll yeah, be honest. he but, put me to sleep. But he he did make some huge hits. There was two guys on the field. 
Matty, both the sevens actually, Toddy and uh, Kyle Brink for the Lions, they yeah, were Brink. annihilating people. They were absolutely Kyle melting Brink. people. Yeah. Kyle Brink was a lot better than Todd. If you, get, yeah. if you get points for hits, Brink would be oh, killing it. He was annihilating. The yeah. amount of pain he gives people. Mate, Sam Whitelock, in the first half, uh, Sam Whitelock's in my team, I just want every carry he went backwards and... Twice, Brink absolutely annihilated him in a one-on-one tackle. It was amazing. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, and, look, last player to return was Tamani Balu. And he actually, you know, looks promising. Promising science. Yeah, he, no, I'm happy he, with that. He's been, he's been pretty rubbish so far this year. But, he's he's uh, had maybe one good score. Yeah. He, he actually, That's does anyone else think, I think he looks a bit bigger as well, as in a bit more mass on him. Yeah, yeah, not in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if he's lost pace. If that's at the cost of some pace, but um, moving back to the centres, then I'm yet to see him really break away from the line and, yeah. and mm. look like he's going to put someone to the sword. Yeah, but so what happened with this game was uh, who came off? Was it Crotty? Uh, no, you came off in the second Sorry. half. Crotty did come off at that's half right. time. Yeah, Crotty came off at half time. Then there was no announcement of why. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, I was just thinking Tamani Valley. He eventually got moved into the centres. Which is good. Um, because, I think, yeah, Crotty came at half-time, and then Goodhue eventually came off because, well, he was one of the injuries in the game we just read recently. Hammy. Did, he did. His, yeah. It is Hammy. Um, he looked a bit ginger walking off, but uh, he's being assessed this week, so we'll see how he goes, whether he flies over to Buenos Aires to play the Hagularis this week. Um, but, yeah, so Tamani Valley moved in, and that made way for... Manasa Mataeli to Mateelli. come on and boy did he rip it up he's been exciting for a few weeks now whenever he's been on he's, he's done a few little chips he's done a few interesting things Look, he's, he has um, he's, I would say he's like Fatters in that um, last year as well he'd come on occasionally <coughs> and he'd just score three tries or something just absolutely rip it up But I feel like he's he doing more like, this year he looks a lot better this year a lot more consistent but, yeah not only more consistent like the, the chips those sorts of things am I wrong in saying he didn't do those things last year yeah oh, I think he chipped but I don't think he broke as many tackles now he's yeah. breaking a lot of tackles yeah, yeah for sure um, so no he was very exciting he he put in a massive run eventually led to a try but it was ridiculous um, alright um, I'll get to the points in a second but otherwise look uh, the fall of Quagga Smith um, yeah he's Harry how's he doing man Maybe, maybe she says it all. I think he made three runs and threw the ball forward every single time. Thank God he made one line break. Right the the that emphasis game. was it wasn't just a knock on, he threw oh, it forward. It yeah. was so bad. <laughs> maybe you should go back to sevens for a bit. Seriously, go do some conditioning there and get back to running the ball. Because yeah. right now it looks like he's trying to make up for the loss of Yako Creel. Mm. Yeah. And considering he played a lot of last year without Yako. He's he definitely just, he's <clears> definitely <throat> trying to make up for the lost ground with Yako Field because that's why he decided not to go to the Commonwealth Games and signed and he's trying to make the yeah, spring He's not trying so. to ma- make up, that's trying to capitalize. Ca- sorry, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Opportunistic. He looks like he's trying yeah. to take over the, the rucking role of the rest of the team. He yeah. just hits rucks all day. That's not what you want. No. But yeah, so anyway, the, o- the other thing was uh, we had the first start ever of uh, Nelson was going to read this name for us. Um, mm, oh, Hachiva Dayamani. Yep, all right. So, um, does enough. Yeah, all right, there you go. Um, and he's a player that's been um, greatly publicised in the recent couple of weeks. Um, we talked him up last week, sure that he would not get a run for the rest of the year. <laughs> that's right, yeah. We, but we, predict the next <laughs> we predict things. That's yeah. it. Um, By accident. Look, whether they happen or they don't, we he still is, predict things. So. Swiss is lightning. Yeah. Swiss Bruins getting pretty desperate. He must be listening to the pod. Oh, for sure. Sorry, Swiss. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, Surely. Yeah, anyway, and he, look, he's a player that Swiss has wanted to play on the wing. He's a young gun, he's maybe 20 years old, mm. but he wants to play number eight. Played number eight. I could say without a doubt that he was the fastest player on the field. I have zero doubt in that. He, he looks like a man. If he wants to play eight, you just let him play eight. Yeah, he looked, What's the point of not having him on? He looked good. Exactly. Not just being the fastest player on the field, he, he was extremely dynamic, um, had great agility like a back, but 
so strong. Yeah. He got a great pill for over the ball in dominant position. Three players came to knock him over. Well, the, still got the penalty. The, the criticism of his game was that he didn't know the game well enough at eight, but yeah. he looked pretty damn good on, on, on the weekend. He it, good, it didn't really yeah. translate into fantasy points, but no, um, look, I think I, he has... The, I would say he has the entire package. We're gonna uh, we're gonna chuck out Blakey's favorite phrase here. Watch this space. One one for the future. I like his face. That's it. Yeah. I, well. Yeah. We'll give it to him. Right. Um, otherwise, look, I still haven't got other points. We'll start with Tim Mud Perry. Um, he's he's definitely firming up for vice captain of Mud Team of the Week. Um, <laughs> he he could actually be captain. He's no no come on. No, he got another on. negative score. We just got to we got to mention again that Rob Simmons is the perma captain of the Mud Team of the Week. I said um, he could, and he will. He could be. I don't even like saying he could because yeah. it's just Rob Simmons is perma. Don't take that away from Rob yeah. Simmons. He's earned that over That's a long true. career. He's saying to put on but yeah, anyway, screen. Tim Perry looked dreadful in the scrums, and he's for sure going to be on another negative score this week. So I think and the, drop uh, next week, I would think. Yeah, the, <laughs> this week the Crusaders yeah. obviously cannot wait for their All Black props to come back. Which, oh yeah, uh, it's got to be a couple of weeks really? now. But um, a lot of the is doing well, but mm. he'll he'll get forty minutes, thirty minutes, and rotate. Yeah, and what you did last year. That's it. But look, but, um, uh, mindful we need to get moving on. Let's just wrap up this game and this round with um, the points. So, look, the top scorer of this game was Georgie Bridge with 49, even after being denied two tries. Uh, one of them was 100% forward pass. The other one... <laughs> no. I, I don't... They're both forward. I don't think so. Yeah, they're both forward. Because they Mitchell Drummond was over the dead ball. Like, you know, it was one of those passes where it was, it was backwards out of the hands... But when you're running at full pace, the ball inevitably drifts. I, I agree with you, but they never ever allow it. Now, they, you, you they, think if they if they go back to review it, they're never going to give it because it never, clearly looks forward. Never, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. they never. Ever uh, no, you see it on an odd occasion where it's clearly backwards and just forward. These are going mm. forward, going distance forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has to be a lot to change that. I'm prepared to accept my bias in uh, the fact that I have George Bridge. Yeah, and, yeah. but anyway, 49 points. Look, he <laughs> was he was actually huge. So he didn't score any tries, uh, which is uncommon for him. But um, he just got involved in everything. He made a lot of tackle. He just had made a lot of involvements around the field. A lot of runs, a lot of tackle busts. 49 points. Second was Manasa Mataeli, who, like we said, came off the bench. It was at half-time or after half-time. Um, and he was just huge, just in everything. He just he went looking for work. So that was good. And otherwise, look, Sammy Whitelock bagged himself a try, 12 points, and he ended up on 43. And uh, behind them, look, for the Lions were uh, Malcolm Marks and Andres Kutsi with 37. So... Um, yeah, look, we'll leave that there, and uh, that will wrap up the uh, round review, round seven review, and let's uh, let's move on. We're uh, we've wet our appetites. Time for the main course, mm. the round eight preview. The main course looks good. Mm. <laughs> Hurricanes and Sharks, Harry, take it away. Right. So, big talking points for this one. I think the main thing to start with is the Sharks scored a million points last week because of all their tries against the Blues team that thinks defence is optional. <laughs> I think they missed... They only made 55% of their tackles, the Blues. Is that optional? Or do they not realise it's an option? Well, there's A or B, isn't there? There's miss or hit. <laughs> and they, they flip the coin each time. But the point is, they're now going up against the Hurricanes, who are the best defensive team in the competition. The Sharks aren't going to do it twice in a row. I'll, I'll, I'll say it as the man... Very heavily invested in some Sharks players that uh, that they're not going to go big again. I think the Hurricanes are going to towel them up and they're in big trouble. The big scorers mm-hmm. on averages right now are Jean-Luc Dupriz, who could still score well because he just does it so well and tight. And I don't think the Hurricanes back at that dominant. And uh, the other ones, funnily enough, are Andre Esterheisen and Bob Dupriz and, and Lacanio M. They're, they're the ones that average above 30. So 
I, I don't really see in the back line getting the uh, the space that they have that they had last week. So I, I think that they're probably not fantastic picks this this week. Um, the, I'll be honest, I, I just kind of tuned out then. I was looking for my got to plug the charger into the computer, so I didn't well, hear anything you said. But, well, I'm, um, I'm glad you contributed then. Yeah, Nelson, Nelson's <laughs> going to engage. Thanks, with thanks for adding that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, look, I'm sure it was all an astute observation and great summary of the Thanks, game. Okay, I'll, I'll move on. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the other one that I would say is uh, that everyone's looking forward to is Artie Sabea had that rib injury. Yeah, we are. Um, he has been very average this year. You know, rib injuries are notoriously sore, but people play through them. So I'm expecting to see him this week. But he's going to be a bit ginger and, and out of form. Artie Sabea not wanting to get into contact. Is a not ginger a already out of form. Just to play, just to play devil's advocate, and also he's now in my team. Uh, I think he's going to come back and just boom straight into last year's form. I was going to say, the, the other argument would be he doesn't want to get tackled now, so maybe he's going to pull his finger out and actually start palming some people off again. <laughs> start palming yeah. off. And also, look, I imagine he would like to uh, to make the All Black squad this year, so um, better you know, start doing like something it. about it. No, yeah. I think he's given up to Matt Todd. At well, he um, is a severe. I he's think Matt Todd's definitely severe. usurped him, but they still need, they need three of those number sevens, don't they, in the yeah. squad, you know? Free holiday, free trip on tour. Well, his brother went to the the first camp, didn't he? Yeah, well, we'll talk about <laughs> that. I don't know whether he'll be going <laughs> in the next one. Uh, the other one that I was thinking of, oh, the two two other points, okay? So, Nkozi has now had this week on the prelims minus five, and last week five. All right, point blank He's on made, the podcast, are you dropping him from your team this week? Um, depends on the injury he, to Matt Mulaney and I. But no. the, the point is, okay, so the, the important thing is he's not out of form. He's just not getting the ball. He got a, a, a high tackle wrong that could or, could have gone for yellow. Some of the, the rest this week didn't ping that to yellow. Yeah. Some did, so fair enough it went for yellow. But he's had one run this week, three runs the week before, compared to nine a week in the first few weeks. Could you so, say he's not looking for the ball as well, though? He doesn't. He definitely doesn't. Yeah. He's one of those wingers that just hangs out in his wing and needs mm. it to come to him, so that's a yeah. big negative for a winger. Yeah. Whereas I, I think, you know, we were talking about what are the other options. Do they go with Mapimpi, who seems to have disappeared? Please. Or Kobus Van Wyck, who came on and scored a try pretty quickly. I think mm. Kobus goes looking for the ball a lot more than he Mapimpi d- he does. He definitely does, yeah. But they also seem to really prioritise getting the ball to Mapimpi's wing. So mm. for some reason, they keep going to Mvobo at the moment. And I think we all agree that he seems to be, in our eyes, the worst winger of the bunch. Mm. Yes. So we, we don't understand. He, he's good, but he's not with the other two. Yeah. Or with the other three. Look, just to really be annoying and derail the uh, the flow we have going here, you just mentioned uh, Nikosi's tackle close to being carded. Just reminded me, I didn't mention George Bridges' tackle in the end of the Crusaders-Lions game. Could have made a difference to the end result, but George Bridge tackled someone in the air. And oh. they, they awarded it just a penalty. Uh, obviously, being my player, I was very pleased with that. But I thought that probably should have been a yellow card. It was it, So it, it looked like he had his hands up going for the ball, mm-hmm. and then... Unluckily, the bloke that was also contesting kind of got wrapped like, in his arms. Like landed perfectly. By the time he tried to pull his arms out of the way, it was too late. He knocked him down. It was a little bit reckless. The tough, tough thing is the onus is on you there to look after the other player. But as soon as you're competing for the ball, it's not. If you actually jump and get to the same height, then from there it's no longer onus on you. You're competing so, for the ball and you had a fair chance to catch it, which he did. I don't remember this. So we're saying he jumped, he was in the they air. They were both as high as each other, yeah. yeah. But he kind of accidentally wrapped his arms. Yeah, so he yeah, had a fair I, chance I to catch that. it. Mm. I, it was a little bit reckless, and sometimes they go, but I, I thought that he had a fair chance. Well, look, like, personally, like, I don't think that should be a card or anything, because otherwise we'll stop competing for you the ball see, at all. Yeah. But, uh, but just in the in the, how they've been um, you know, officiating things at the moment, I think that that probably should have been a yellow card based yep. on yeah. that. So anyway, sorry to put that in, let's go back to it. Yep. Last thing from this one, we, we spoke about it last week as well, so we'll, we'll, we'll just touch on it quickly. Ben Lamb surely won't get dropped. 
Houston's back and playing? Do they drop Sevilla? Do they keep Houston on the bench? So uh, we don't really know. That's that's an interesting one to keep your eyes on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Ben Lamb, how good? Um, Sunwolves, Waratahs. Yes. Look, this is going to be a week that you'd think that the back lines for the Tars could get points. Um, I think one thing that we were, were saying should that... get points. Yeah, should. Let's give, let's give the should word out there. Should makes me nervous with the Tars. Nairo Voro is getting three tries. Nairo Voro is scoring points. Yeah, there we go. Um, and we know he's going to be starting. Surely, I, I don't know what could change that. Surely he's going to be starting. You've got Izzy. I don't care who they put on the wing against him. Put the Tongan Godzilla out there. He's still got 30 kilos on you, mate. He's, he's yeah. having you. All right? God, can they please do Yeah, that. please. I want to say that. That would be a good contest. What, what, what name are we going to give him then? He, the Tongan Godzilla and Nairo is what? What's, who, what's bigger than the Godzilla? Uh, what's the, the, what kills Godzilla in the movie? Little white guys. Uh, nu- <laughs> yeah. Nuclear Some weapons. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all right, nuclear Nyavora. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Catch I like it up. It. Hashtag nuclear Nyavora. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's not that bad. I reckon um, he's going to get a hashtag. I reckon Ryan Quaddy. Yeah, you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> nuclear Nyavora for the Ryan Quaddy. Right. Um, return of Nick Phipps. God, I hope he stays on the bench for the rest of the season. You, you can see him because what they did last year. You can see him getting chances to start, but Gordon is good. I'd actually prefer he's just stayed to Waterboy. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd take that happily. Mid-short. The other thing I would say is Gordon isn't attacking the line this year like he was last year. That's true. That's true. But so he needs. I think he needs Phipps just kind of pushing him a little bit. I feel like Jack Gordon. If, if there's a game, he's going to attack the line right now. Yeah. yeah. Jack Gordon in his mind. He's going. He's flying over there. He's like fantastic. Get some sushi. Boom, I'm going to score and, some tries myself this way. And he's going to say, I need to do this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I need to lock this fips. down. Yeah, so exactly. this could be a big week. Exactly. You heard it here first from Kagi. Yeah, okay, well, I'll take credit for it. Fine, boom, let's do it. Um, he's in your team, so no bias. <clears throat> Jake Gordon getting the Ryan Quaddy. No, okay. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm putting him down for a try. I reckon I reckon he'll sneak over. There you go. You're not bad. Um, I think the Sunwolves are probably going to play musical chairs again to pick their lineup. Definitely, yep. It's You're a fun here? game. I thought they'd been a little bit more consistent this year, to be completely honest. Well, look, all right, well, all right, straight up, Fukuoka's back from injury. Straight, in, think, straight in the we team. Think, we think. Okay, sorry, that's right. We don't actually speak fluent Japanese. Yeah. Um, so, what are you going to say, Matsushima? I'm going Fukuoka. No, I'm, I'm yeah. going back three: Matsushima, Fukuoka, Salmaki. Yeah, yeah that's no, what I was that would say. be my pick. Yeah, little Tupo on the bench, covering and outside and wings. I think I think we agreed on a little bit. Tupo center. That um, the coaches no. um, this year are prepared to play the players that are the best a little bit more yeah. than just rotating all the time. Yeah. So, What about Little? Well, he'll start because Tadakar was in that Tadakawa. Japanese A-side. Oh, and so yeah. is Yamada. So neither of those guys are going to get a run. Yeah. So I, I think Little will keep getting game time. And he's been good. Yeah. Well, actually, was, that, that brings, that's a great point. So. He was not that good last week. He was pretty junk last week. Wasn't I think he still got 37. No, no, last week. Like yeah. the, the round he, no, he still got 37 or 39. Did he? Yeah, no, still Did good. he watch it? He did nothing. No, he did do nothing, and I was surprised that he still got 37 yeah, or 39. Got 39. I think yeah. I was playing against yeah, him. Yeah, wow. So, uh, maybe I wasn't. But, um, no, well, the, the point I was going to raise there is, so in this game, going to be an extremely free-running game. Um, hopefully the Tars do well but uh, if you're looking for a fly half one week pickup, well then you've got two big options Little. here because Little is a great option so yeah. um, he's listed as a fly half um, yeah. but also Bryce Hegarty who we're going to say is definitely locked <coughs> down to start in the 15 jersey with, with Izzy being out he- and um, look Hegarty hasn't scored immensely before he's, he's had one good week Yeah, he's had, he's had two starts yep. he had one brilliant week against the Rebels when they carved up how many points did he get in that one? he got 40 
Okay. Yeah. You got to try, right. and you got to last touch assist. Look, I mean, to put it this way, if I had, if, so I picked up Bryce Hegarty because I needed him to play this week. Andre Pollard has a buy, but be, yeah. um, if I had to choose between Michael Little or Bryce Hegarty, I'd be picking Little. Yeah. But um, Bryce, I, Hegarty I don't know. Could, could like, be good, could, could against be. the Sunwolves again, I suppose they got. It doesn't matter, man. There's some Wolves players that score well, score well no matter what. Yeah. You can't pick a guy that has, doesn't make a lot of line breaks and a lot of tries to all of a sudden no. score. That's higher risk than just picking the bloke averaging 47. Well, you look, exactly. when his team's done very well, so when they flogged the Rebels, he got pretty much double the runs he has other weeks. He got double the run meters. He got two tackle busts compared to one he's had the rest of the, the time. When his team's going forward, he seems to be a guy that thrives on that. Yeah. He gets involved more. And actually beats players. For sure. Um, yeah, so I think from that's pretty much it. I think Kurtley, actually Kurtley Beal, he got a knock to his ribs from a late hit by a spate. Yeah. Mm. Do we know any updates? Well, on that him? was the same injury that he had a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So I think it's just again. aggravated and he looks sore. So it'll, it'll be more the same. He'll probably play through, but again, he's going to try and avoid contact. Expect him to dish the ball a little he's bit He's going to try and avoid contact anyway. Yeah. If randomly they don't play him, um, who goes to the 12? Yeah. If Falau was there, you'd say Simone would be a good choice, but I'd be saying probably... I don't know if Simone's in the squad, to be honest. He is. Fichetti. Yeah, he's there. On tour. No, on tour. Oh, yeah, on tour. To Japan. Tour. Yeah, maybe Fichetti, Matt. Do you reckon they chug him in 12? Mm. Does Fichetti what only you, play 13? What do you play for Hawks Bay? Or? I think he played 13 for Hawks Bay. Pretty sure. Okay. Right. Because we were talking about him being yeah. the, the outside centre coming in for the yeah, look, I was just thinking, like, but, Bill's the type of player who well, Hegarty, might you consider resting. Hegarty could play. Yeah. And then we put one of our... A Kellaway to fullback. Yeah. Is Kellaway on tour? I guess we we have to we don't know who's on tour yet. We have to have a look. I don't yeah, think they like, probably flew over today or tomorrow. No, yeah. they probably fly over tomorrow. Actually, they've given them a long weekend. So, so they they have this in mind. So it's not yeah. like they've been already over there and they have to worry about flying someone over. So yeah. we'll, we'll learn probably in the next day or two for sure. Um, that's pretty much it. I think I don't think there's much else there. No. Yeah. Good. All right. Um, so the next fixture, Chiefs versus Blues, is going to be a great game. Um, I think we can just basically say the Chiefs are going to win because uh, the Blues just don't like winning games. Um, Hate it. Ever. So, yeah. Um, all right. What to look out for in this game? Return of Offa Tuanga Fasi. Um, who's, hasn't, hasn't scored well yet. This year. Hasn't scored well yet, but look, I mean, I, if he was starting last week, uh, I, I would be picking him up. Um, I was dropping him. Yeah, you did. Um, look, I think he's a good player. Um, he is. He's obviously in, the all, in and around the All Blacks, but he's, um, he's one of those players who... He's one of those really fit props that can play the 80 and just makes a lot of tackles, um, just gets around. So definitely, if you're looking for a prop, I'd definitely say pick him up. He's always, well, even though he hasn't scored well yet this year. I think he's always interesting. I think he's the only capped prop that could start this week, for the, like all black capped <coughs> prop starting this week, unless Jeffrey Tumunga Allen gets back. But I'm pretty sure the eight other capped props are, not, are all injured, so he's the only one. That's pretty amazing. That's, that's extremely insightful. Yeah. You uh, Did you do that yourself? No, you read that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, good. Anyway, so offers back, and look, surely Matt Duffy's back. I'm still not entirely sure why he was rested. Yeah, All black rest weeks. All yeah. black rest weeks. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Matt. Uh, anyway, Matt Duffy. So we don't know what's going on with Nanai to be, you know, to be assuming assessed. To be assuming, yeah. assuming he's gone, Duffy's back. Assuming he's playing, Duffy's still back. So it's just it's a goodbye to actually the bloke we didn't mention. Um, oh, we were going to mention he had sent, uh, bloody 
um, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Terabad Trainer, or we call him AKA Sam Norton Knight because it's it's a dead ringer for him. But uh, he does about as much on the field. Oh, he he was dreadful. Norton Knight had a massive boot on it. He did. At least he did something. (laughs) something. Trainer, what he Trainer just looked out of he just looked out of sorts. Um, He did go looking occasionally, but he just he just didn't look like a lost child in a Kmart. You know what I mean? Like just. That is a perfect, <laughs> a perfect analogy for him. He looked so confused as to why he was there. It's A grade material. A grade material. Thirty kilos underweight to be playing <laughs> Super Rugby. Oh mate, and he also looks like uh, like he hasn't seen any sun for like. I'm getting personal here, but that's right. No, anyway, but the main reason I wasn't happy with him was Para Franchise yeah. made this awesome cross, this pinpoint crossfield kick. It was a kick where Matt Duffy would have. 100% Matt Duffy would have caught that over in the corner for a try. Look, I would, I would and Trainer just didn't even go near it. He, was he like, held up, yeah. 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 It was like it was the giant teddy bear he came this, on. This yeah, just taking it further. It kind of landed just in front of him, yeah? It landed just behind the, uh, the shark's wing. Was it in Cozy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, he just didn't run fast enough. You watch on the yeah. replay, like, he, he jogged in. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so that was that. Um, look, uh, yeah, okay. Um... What else is there? So, all right, we think Natai back to start at fullback. Um, yeah, we're yeah. sorry. We're saying so. He came off the bench and went into the centres this week, but we're saying him, him back to fullback, which will mean Alamala back to the wing. Wainui to the bench. Um, Michael Allardyce coming back, so he's been a pretty consistent lock. What exactly happens with Tyler Ardron? I'm a bit biased because I have Ardron, but I think Ardron will continue starting. Although Ardron could move to the back row, he's played a lot of back row. Um, I'd like to see him move to back row, but we'll and see. What, who's he going to get rid of? He could play six or eight. I think Messam might have gotten a small injury as well. Yep. Okay. Good. So may- maybe, but yep. I don't know. I-, I can't imagine that they actually hold him that that high. Oh, Messam's injury was a cut to his hand, mate. Ardron, if he's not playing lock, he's going to bench. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, look, other things. I guess we're, we're assuming that it's going to be uh, a Yuani twelve mile of thirteen again. Um, just because who the hell else is there? I mean, TJ Farney is not really an option. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, and then I guess with the Blues, it's a you know guess who with uh, with regard to their locks. So obviously Patrick mm-hmm. Tuipelotu is locked down one of those, um, and he looked great last week. Scored a tr- sort of big try, uh, barn busting yeah. try. But um, the other locks we've got Scotty Scrafton, Gerard Cowley, Tuioti, and Josh Goodhue, and also good. Jimmy Tupo. So I mean. It's your guess is as good as ours for that one. Um, we'll just have to see. I'm going to imagine a change just because you know Tana won't be happy. He'll make a change, but um, I don't know. Good, who you look good? Is he going to be someone that want, does he want to give him a bit more of a crack and give him some game time? Well, this or... is him coming back from injury as yeah. well, and he did look good. Well, watch this space. Um... There's, a lot, there's a lot of locks. <laughs> there's a lot of locks there that can get a run, and that are that are all pretty solid to be honest as well. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Moving on. Uh, as we're starting to get away Wait, from the time. Um, do you know is Josh Good here? I'm pretty sure he's listed as an inside back. He is. Yeah. It's really weird. Don't pick him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you don't want we, is an inside. We can be. Person's... We can be pretty sure to give you that advice. Yeah. Do not yes. pick him up. Yeah. Um, all right. Brumby's Reds. Uh, or just should we just skip it? Sting fest. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, no. We'll come. We'll, we'll go. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to make sure that Good really was listed as inside back. Harry's going through Brumby's Reds, but we'll start with 
this will Jesus. be junk. He really is. Yeah, he's listed as a centre. <laughs> yeah. That's no, what I said. I no said no the start of the week. You. I said, Harry no, Tucker, please pick him up. Why don't you grab him? Then you can have two good hues in the centres, mate. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. That's pretty tempting. I'm going to drop Andre the Giant. But they're twins. No, if, you're, if you're really Perfect. clever, if he has a rip a week, just put, instead of putting Jack good hue, just put Jay good <laughs> Jay. hue, and then, you know, we'll see if everyone plays better. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Brummies Reds. Yeah. This could be the game, the worst game of the year. I think the lowest score ever from my research earlier in the pod was six. As excited, as excited as I am to watch the Reds who are playing better every week, the Brumbies are just going to ruin the game. No, I, 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 I honestly think they've scored the two fewest tries in the competition so far. Definitely. But look, the Reds have looked dangerous. Based I know nothing, they haven't definitely. scored points. The Reds haven't scored points. Well, the Reds were. But yeah. they have looked dangerous. Yeah, these two teams... I mean, the Brumbies will win this, but the... the I don't I mean, know. Sorry, sorry, the Reds will I was win this. Say, yeah, I don't think so. But this will be terrible watching. Uh, is it GIO or are we in Suncorp? We're in we're in GIO. GIO. Um, I think the only so hope is home, sorry. the only yeah. hope is Samukarevi plays twelves and just takes under the lines all day long. But that's pretty much the most exciting thing going to happen. The returning returning injuries are going to be Lukan Tui, who finally comes back from his two week by three week by that became four or five weeks, and hopefully Sam Carter back from his concussion as well. Um, although you know that's just merry go round for the locks. Hopefully Pangamosa back on the start. BPA. Yep, and you, you never know, you might see Kyle Godwin get another run who's been in good form and surely in that rotation. Yep. Um, Higgers should start, so it's going to change the role of Caleb Timu, so we'll see how that pans out. And the other one is, you know, the Brumbies, they kept the same lineup against the Tars from the week prior or before the bye because they actually won a game. Yep. And then they just sucked against the Tars <laughs> again. So we're hoping that means that all their good players are back, like Tom Banks and Chance Penny, who the Waratahs would have absolutely killed to take, yeah. who, you know, Banks on the bench and Chance Penny wasn't even in the squad, which is just ludicrous. Yeah. yeah it's Surely just one, they get a run. It's one of those heads will roll. They had a terrible game, and McKellar's like, well, I'm going to show you that you don't all have your positions locked down. But Banks has Put them back on, mate. Banks has been consistently good. And Penny is is a real talent. They and just haven't really, hasn't done anything. Yeah. Mate, if anything, Banks just needs time to grow. Like he's yeah. a yeah. he's a wallaby prospect. He is good. Yeah, and who is I don't even like saying his name, I don't like looking in his face. Just put Banks. He's a guy that has done okay at the NRC. But basically our advice is avoid this game like the plague. Watch yeah. it. Next. Just so there's a few numbers on the the, <laughs> the viewers. But yeah. yeah. Alright. Um boom. Lions Stormers, Nelson. Um so I think to start off with, return from injury for Cronier. So he, he had a rib injury. He could have played this week, I think. So hopefully he'll actually be back. So I mean, he could have played last week. So hopefully he'll be back. And he's a very good number nine. Was he top number nine last year, Harry? No, he was, he was right up there. Um, yeah, he was, he was up there. He's good. Uh, who's going to start for the, the nine for the Stormers? What's your bet? Yeah, I know for Mark. Yeah, yeah, I think Yano Vermark. Unless Juvenage is back from his rib injury, but who knows. Yeah, Yano Vermark had some ripper games last year, so... Yeah, yeah I think he's good. Um, mm. We're rolling through this pretty quickly, but Diamani, I know we've said a lot about him, but he's going to be there for... Until probably, what we're saying, round 10 is when Whiteley's back. Yeah, round 9 by, so he's going to have yeah. one more week. Yeah. yeah. So I'd, if you need someone for a week, he's good. Exactly. Um, what has happened to Rohan van Rensburg? I know he's fat this year. <laughs> he was fat last year. Yeah, but he's no, fat. He's, he's definitely fatter, yeah. I know, like, they, they pushed him out to the wing. Have, have a little bit of fun over here, mate, against, was it the Sunwolves? Mm. And he didn't really search for the ball that much at all. He didn't really try to impose himself on that game. He got a few good runs, but to be dropped out of the squad, 
Yeah, that's crazy. He was he was seen as you know like the the yeah. big future prospect at mm. inside centre. Right, maybe Damien Dillendo is probably going to be the body inside centre for the Absolutely. box since, uh, over him. But, uh, that's a good player. Mm. Andre the Giant is up there as well. True, actually, yeah. I probably there's a lot of good players in South Africa. I don't know how they don't win more games. Yeah, there's other stuff there. I think behind it. Yeah, to be hundred percent honest. For sure. Um, how good is Mad Dog Tumboy? Aka Perry oh, Baker, the hot stepper. Tumboy. <laughs> we've, we've all had a little bit. How good is he? So mm. he should be starting. Well, he'll, yeah, he'll he be will until the other wing is come D- back. Diarty yeah. is still out another four or five weeks with him. So. He's just electric. He yeah. is. Yeah. He is yeah. very exciting. Um, and look, Leeds and SP Moraes, what do they do? Do they improve? Are they going to be junk? Well, they definitely what did, your leads, what did your Leeds tell you about SP Moraes? <laughs> um, I think... Oh, Leeds. Leeds just needs to get laid. Leeds. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this uh, is the part of the podcast where we fall apart. <laughs> yeah. The finish line's inside. We just can't get there. You're definitely not adding anything. The lactic <laughs> acid build-up is extreme. <laughs> On the brain. <laughs> yeah, we do start to struggle. Like Kobus Van Dyke, is he going to be starting? He's got the biggest nose in Super Rugby. Yeah, yes, he will Van be starting. Dyke, yeah. to be specific. Yeah, basically, who the Sharks wing is going to be? That'll be sorry. The Stormers wing is going to be will be the interesting thing. Kobus Van Dyke to get a run or not? The Stormers. Oh, sorry, was, my bad. Yeah. Yep. Like, As I said, the wheels <laughs> have fallen off. Um, all right. Well, with that, let's but, move on to the next game. Oh, no, one last no? point. All right, yeah. Totally. Stormers to win. Thomas win, yeah. Definitely. Kevin's Van Dyke will the start line. over Kevin's Visa. Yes. Look, this, the, the Lions being terrible will segue into our uh, dessert for tonight. The insight for you Super Rugby managers out there. But let's uh, finish out our preview for round eight. The Haguaris and Crusaders. Leonardo Senatore, we've decided he's officially dead. Born! Um, he's... His Audis, he's not part of the... Look, the Pumas had their first international camp getting together, and he was not a part of that. And so, look, why the hell would you play him in uh, the Haguaris? He's old. Um, so put him out to pasture and moving on. Um, I think we, can, we, we, we were talking about it and we think we can expect largely the same team. So they've just come off their bye. Uh, but we would say we could expect largely the same team from the week before. Um, they seem to have kind of solidified their positions a bit there. They like... More consistent. Delgi, Buffelli and Tugalet have been good on the outside. Um, we were thinking possibly Geronimo could start in the centres, but look, I think he'll still come off the bench just because I think they'll try to keep a bit of the consistency. Mm. So, Escuda... Since they've been playing well. And he was left out of the Humus Camp 1. And, and, sorry, and, 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 yeah, and also, yeah, yeah, exactly, he was left out of the camp. So, um, yeah, Escuda Miscuzzi to start uh, at 12. But, um, and look, probably largely a uh, untouched forward pack. Um, yeah. So that's that from the Haguares and the Crusaders. Uh, as we mentioned before, Jack Goodhue, Hammy being assessed, we'll wait for news this week. But if he doesn't um, start, uh, we'd expect probably Tamani Valu. So look, there's Tim Bateman, but we'd probably expect Tamani Valu to shift into 13 and Mata Eli to um, back to start at 14 because he's just been incredible. Back to where he was in 2016 for the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. For, and as soon as he's moved to the Crusaders, they've pushed him out. But he was he was good at 13. Mm. He was good, yeah. So, He's um, been 13 this year, though, and hasn't done anything. So. That's it. But look, otherwise, the yeah. only thing we can say is uh, vice-captain of the Mud Team of the Week, Tim Perry, probably not to start. <laughs> Whoa. I, bring, I don't care if they bring back Chris King. It was actually interesting. I, I realised with Chris King, he had retired last year, <laughs> and they just had so many injuries to props, they called him up. They're like, mate, can you come down and play? All we've got is Tim Perry. Can so, you please come? Yeah, pretty much. That was it. So You could tell he'd retired as well. Yeah, very good. But look, otherwise, <laughs> the buys this the buys in round eight are the uh, Highlanders, Bulls, and Rebels. Um, 
And so, uh, yeah, look, that rounds out the main course. I'll, I'll um, just say, keep an eye on Ryan Crotty on the news as well. Coming off at halftime is very odd. Yeah. And he's had those concussion problems, so they haven't released anything about it. But yeah, it's do you just, just in, in the casualty ward, do you just put down concussion yeah, each week? In it's a, yeah, it's in, a, it's it's in a the template. template. Okay. <laughs> Well, look, um, Harry's going to be ready on the button because finishing the main course, that generally brings you on to... What you gonna, what you gonna do with that dessert? God, those segues are that, flawless. That could be the smoothest one yet. That was good. Because um, you normally you have to drag it out for Harry. No, that was, look, magic, boys, magic. <laughs> um, and, uh, look, as we're definitely pushing over time, let's, let's round it out. The insight for tonight mm. uh, for the sixth episode of this podcast is... We think the staffers are going to do heaps better at home now. So, well, sorry, they do they do always. heaps better at home. But uh, basically, the Bulls and Stormers, they've done their tours. So they're pretty much at home. And maybe a few trips over to uh, Buenos Aires. But um, the Sharks have one more game and then they return home. Um, yeah. And look, the Lions is the only team to go on tour. But yeah, from where... And we're the Jags. And the Jags. And the Jags, sorry. But we're expecting the Bulls, Stormers and Sharks to all really turn it up. So they're, they're all coming home. They're all getting a few players back from injuries. Watch the Lions drop. Just, um, they're doing well. But yeah, basically, so our point is, those three teams to do much better, whereas the Lions, who have been getting worse and worse throughout the year, mind you, they've been having some injuries, they're going to go away on tour, and I think that's just going to be further exacerbated. Um, So look, the Lions, we think they're going to have their bye next week, and then they're going to head off on tour, so hopefully they can regather themselves in the bye. Well, they should have a few players coming back. It's true. Yeah. But um, the Stormers, I remember last year, SP Moran and Dylan Lazer pretty much the form outside backs when they were at home. Mm. And then if you remember, they toured quite late Yeah. Uh, last year and they, they really slipped quite a lot. Mm. And then that was when their form really dropped off. So it'll be interesting. You know, I, I've shat on Dylan a lot in the last couple of weeks, but they are coming home for a long stint now. So maybe they are going to score some more points. No, it should be good. Actually, one of the, one of the games of the year last year was um, Stormers Chiefs, Stormers at home. That yeah, was an yeah, absolute that. ripper, and that's where they were. They were the height of their performances. It was early on in the season, but um, yeah, so we're expecting big things from them. Um, and look, like we said, Lions, we're expecting they will get some players back, but I don't know. I think they'll just kind of fall further down on this tour as the tour progresses, a few more injuries, things like that. But um, look, that leaves the Haguares, and the Hags have one more uh, home game before they head away on tour. So they had their bye last, no, their bye last week, yep, and then this, they're <clears> playing the Crusaders at home. So. That's really a must-win game for them, but uh, I don't see it happening. Um, Jags have never toured well. And then, yeah, so they're touring, and look, the big thing for them with touring is that uh, they tend to rest a lot of their big players. Um, a lot of their players kind of go over and only go over for two weeks of the four-week tour, um, yeah, and that's just because, well, the Haguares are the Pumas, and yeah. they've got to rest some of their players <laughs> for the internationals. So, so Augustin Creevy, um, you know, he's definitely only... Well, I would say he's definitely only playing two of the four games. Um, yeah. And a few of the other players, like Tuka Let, you know, your, your big gun players for them um, I will get some rest. It could, um, could be a few odd sort of one-week pickups. They are two-week pickups. For sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, we were just talking today about... Uh, is his name Rodrigo Bruni or Bruno? Bruni. 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 So he's... he's um, Hasn't, he's in the Haguaro's squad, hasn't played a game yet, but um, he's been called up to the Pumas, um, and he's supposed to be quite a quite a up-and-coming player. Uh, we're thinking uh, Facundo Issa-like, um, if you remember big Facundo Which Issa. big call. Hard to forget. Hard to forget, <laughs> Very yeah. big call. Um, and so hopefully we might see him get on the field on this tour, but um, 
it'll be interesting. I guess we'll have to wait t- till next week to talk. About, oh, no, yeah, next week to talk about the tour squad that's announced. I just want to throw one out because people that listen to this long deserve it. <laughs> Skozan, if they're right about his ACL, should be back mid April. So if you're looking for a high quality finisher that scores points and you can carry him for a week or two. Look for Skazan to come back in round ten. There's, there's your reward. One, one more thing. So When's Combrink back? Yeah, even more valuable. Similar times. I, I think similar times. Combrink had a yeah. big operation. Shoulder recon. Yeah. But see, the thing is, they have a lot of people there. There's going to be mm. some good outside backs. The thing is, I mean, as good as those players are, um, they're not going to. The Lions are having great finishes out on the wing. Yeah. Matt Dosh has been great. Yeah. Um, Dianti's been awesome. Yeah, That's the not pro- really the problem their problem. Firming up that centre and their for- their forward pack is really the main problem. Yeah, the centres are right. It, it's the the Lucy's just losing the leadership Pro- of Creel, White yeah, and yeah. Creel, and then their Huge. their front row. No, um, the front row's still been there. They've got a it's pretty the pretty decent hooker. Marks has been crushing it still. Yeah. Not <laughs> according to Blake, but he has been. Yeah. I've rotated the props a bit. Yeah, Dylan Smith. He started instead of average. instead of Van Ruin this this week, but um, yeah, all right, well, good. Look, we did drown that on, but that's our insight. So, look, South African teams to do better, um, being based back out of home and getting a few players, certainly getting more than a few big players back in the next few weeks. And Nelson's going to be picking up Isaiah Perez, and Nelson will be picking up so Isaiah Perez. Definitely. Nah, no, yeah. I've got too many good outside backs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, look, got too many good outside backs. We're, that's, we're going to wrap it up, and we're going to end the podcast this week with uh, one of our favourite sign-offs. Um, and look, get after us on Twitter if you know who it is and where it's from. And uh, you get a big prize if you get this huge prize. Respect from three podcasts. We'll say your Twitter handle next week, and that means you get like four people that have heard of you. All right, good. So signing signing (laughs) off. Uh, That's us for this week, and uh, take it away. We'll catch you on the next episode, and remember, keep it deep and keep it up. (laughs) Oh yeah, very good.